You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the fourth. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. What a weekend, Patrick Roycey. There's many things to be disappointed in. <laughs> There's many things to be disappointed in, but you and I were just talking about something to celebrate. The baseball speed-up rules. The fact that Major League Baseball did something smart is shocking, but mm-hmm. it's amazing how successful this thing is. As you said, you can watch a ball game again. Yes. It's safe to watch baseball again. I can watch a Yankees-Red Sox Red game. Red Sox game. It's not going to take seven hours. I, uh, you know, being a subscriber to the MLB package that I am, I about uh, 240 maybe, uh, the Twins were between innings. Maybe, you know, some, I don't know, Twins eighth inning or something, seventh inning. No, probably not, not seventh inning, maybe the bottom of the sixth going on the top of the seventh or something. I went back and looked at the five or six noon start, you know, the ones that started yep. at 1210. Yep. There was a, maybe six or seven of them, and four of them were in the postgame show. They'd already done the wrap-up. They were doing the postgame show. You have to change your clicking completely. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Sometimes you say, well, now I got to look at my phone and see what the score was on that game because it's over already. It's uh, like the White Sox and the Astros or stuff like that. And there's that. no downside. No, there's nothing. There's nothing, nothing wrong. Nothing to complain about. Some guy might, uh, you know, this was hilarious. When Otani and Trout <laughs> had that at bat, right, to end the World Baseball Classic. And all these pompous ass national baseball writers this is what baseball's going to be missing. These dramatic, you should let these breathe a little. You got to let these bats breathe. There's 2,400 games, you morons, who breathe. They weren't brave. They were being on life support. People were pumping their chest into the at-bats, for God's sakes. It's the greatest thing ever. And don't change it. 
Don't let them complain. Don't let them say it should be 17 seconds. 15 works. Oh, yeah. 15 works. It's fine. And then, who was it? Was it Bob Nightingale? No, I don't know who it was. One of them said, well, oh, no, Trevor Plouffe said, I don't mind it for the regular season, but they shouldn't have it in the postseason. The length of postseason baseball games is the number one problem in baseball. It'll be better. Why doesn't anybody watch the World Series anymore? Because you can't stand it. First of all, you got 20 minutes of foreplay before they and the game is supposed to start at 7 and it starts at 7.25, right? Yes. And then it's 10.15 and it's in the fifth inning. And this year it's going to be 10.15 and it's going to be in the eighth inning. And we're going to watch it. Yes. Yes. 100%. It's, it's, you cannot change that rule. And you know what else? Hockey should play three-on-three overtime in the playoffs. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? The hockey people right now are reeling with this analysis from Mr. Puck. Let's do it. Come on. We can play all season, regular season. When the women, when our, when our, whatever their names are, the our pro team. The Whitecaps. The Whitecaps. Yeah, they play three and three. They they went into in the overtime. They went overtime for the world championship, mm-hmm. and they played three on three, and it was great. Do you know what this means, too, Pat? The Twins can move all their games back to seven o'clock. Now. Yeah, if they want. They to. don't have to play those six yes, o'clock starts yes, now. Six four. And yeah. and the World Series games. Not only will they not be as boring because of all the BS, but we they're going to get done at a decent time. We won't have to hear about the poor kids on the East Coast yes. can't watch a ball game. You know who would have loved, loved this in Sid's world? <laughs> the shut-ins. <laughs> the shut-ins yes. would have loved these crickets. Because the shut-ins have a tendency to nod off about it's, 9.30 or so. What about the shut-ins? At least, at least they can watch the game to the six innings, seven innings. The shut-ins are celebrating. I should go... Re- you should find the I should go. Re- I, miss I should go to the... I should go to one of the old folks' homes and say, got any shut-ins here to watch baseball? My, I, I miss that. If my mother-in-law was still alive, I could do that. She watched the, she watched the Twins games faithfully, but I don't think I she think ever got I think in the memory the, of Sid, you should go find the shut-ins shut and see what they think of the speedy games. The trouble is, in modern times, I don't think you can make shut-in jokes, can you? Well, hold on a second, though. Considering your age, though, yes, I think you right. probably I'm, can. Uh, maybe I can say I'm scouting. Yes. <laughs> I'm scouting the old folks. A old. younger columnist <laughs> yes, would have a problem. Yes. Right. But, I, but my, yeah, fellow, my fellow shut-ins, I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my fellow shut-ins. Something like that. They would love it. It's so good. It's 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 astounding. It, it's, it's incredible that... The games are going to start at 640 again. You know, for the newspaper guys, you're going to make the first run, for God's sakes. You know? I know. And they, we got these ungodly early deadlines, but you can still make them. I wonder if they're going to say, you know, I wonder if uh, Bally's going to, well, Bally's not paying, so I guess they don't have to worry about it. But I wonder if they're going to complain. Hey, we're losing that 9 to 10 audience. The game's over. Actually, Go you know what? That, starting at seven. Yeah. Go back to That's a great. I didn't think of that. That's a great they point. They might do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought this would be good. I liked it from the start. I had no idea it would be this no. good. I had no clue. No, in fact, the other day, the Whiteys and uh, Astros, I, I said, 
they're playing like it's 2022. And the game was, and then I looked and it was like 254 or something like yeah. that. And last year it would have been 340 because they were just dragging everything out. And, and uh, they had other great stuff too. The uh, making the ref, making the managers make their yes. waving it off. You know, unless it's so clear. What's it's it, 15 seconds now, though? 15 where you, you seconds. Gotta go. You got to go instead of, which get, which eliminates the guy's finger came off the base at second base uh, play, which was never intended to do. Right. So. No, which I didn't realize that they were going to no. that, and, and it's it's fantastic. Yes, it is. I, I also think that there's a case to be made that the game, it's not just crisper because it's quicker, but I think the fielding is better because guys are yes. more engaged. Oh, yeah, they're on their toes. And here's the, you know, what they did, what shocked me, is they anticipated how people would try to delay the game, too. Yeah. I mean, they had to, the throw over to, for the steals have become almost too easy. You know, stolen bases, there's no adventure. I thought, I I heard Sunday that going into Sunday, they were, base runners were 33 out of 37. They're still not stealing that much. But it's, uh the fact that they can't throw over uh, has really made the steals easy. But by not letting them throw over, you uh, eliminated that as a stalling tactic. Correct. They, and they eliminated, yes. you know, the if the guy wanted to slow down the game, he could have told him he wanted to review every every play or something and then wave it off, knowing he wasn't going to use a challenge. The know? only way to slow the game down now is to say that, that your pitch com is malfunctioning, yes, which right. I saw like five times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. You don't know if that's you don't right. know if that's true or not. But uh that I think Salvi's done that two or three times. The, oh right? God, yeah. yeah. He's a hundred percent Salvi might be uh might be cheating, but uh if it becomes a problem, I, I heard something though. If it did, Bremer say this or somebody say this. If it happens more than twice in an inning, yes. it's, they're not. You know, you can't do it anymore. You just got to make call your signals, and you're back on the clock, right? right? No, you're right. They anticipated a ton of stuff. Yeah, because they, you know, they basically said you can't trust Falvey World. You yeah. can't trust the modern baseball geniuses. Not try to figure it out. And the Gallo thing, which he's upset about, that's okay. I mean, here's left field. There's, you know, oh, yeah. you got a, you know, you got 120 feet out there, and we're going to put the right fielder there. And we saw it; the right fielder kicked the ground ball. So and Gallo was very indignant. He, he wanted didn't, he didn't to get a base. <laughs> well, he hit it. I'll say one thing: he hit it yesterday, where he didn't have to worry about it. That second, did you see the second home run he hit? It looked like the one he hit. Yep. In the, Futures game 10 years ago. Or he might be good here, man. Well, we'll see. I'm not going to go that excited. He yet, might be decent here. No, but I'm, I'm well, just saying. Well, as long as the, the rule, I was afraid he was going to hit first, which would have drove me crazy. If you, could, if you bat him seventh, okay. Well, the thing I like is he'll strike out a ton, but I like this fact. He's a good fielder. Yeah, he is. And they, they're all talking about, well, he's new to the position. He's not no. new to the position. He's played at a lot he of games. He came up as a third they, baseman. They got him. It's BS that they got him to play in the outfield. They got him to play first base because they knew Kirloff wasn't going to play, and it's and it's horse crap that they they keep saying that. But I said it from the beginning. He's a they got him to play first base because who knows if Kirloff, you know, Kirloff, Kirloff might as well get used to the idea he's going to spend two months in St. Paul before he uh, 
before he ends up here trying to get his swing back, if he comes back. And he might not come back? No, he might not come this back. This whole thing about I have pain, the pain yeah. tell, if you can't, you know, like there's there's no guarantee his career is not just completely derailed. No, that's true. That is true, which would really be unhappy. But, but I'm so happy. I was uh-huh. so Baseball's back. About, As I knew it, this was the baseball of my youth. Yes, it? right. How about this is baseball of Yogi Berra. Yes. Oh, there's a pitch. It's up there. I'm going to swing at it. Three. Don Larson, perfect game, right? Two something, yeah, you said. Yeah, three old count Yogi. Yep. Punk. <laughs> yeah, right. Swing at the pitch. And uh, Love it. It's, uh, it, is, uh, it is working out to say the least. So, anyway, now they're in uh, Miami and uh, get to see Louie, and uh, that'll be another good three game. But you and I both celebrated this, and we couldn't believe it. Buxton played Sunday after he dived into the base and got dirt in his face on Saturday. I said, we both said, we both said, there's no way he's playing Sunday because he was down for. 10 seconds or 20 seconds, but he looks like he's telling them, okay, I'm, you're not going to put me in the outfield, but let me play, you know, let me play, right? Yeah. I think he wants to play. So, and he's swinging the bat, unlike he did last year, which was just swing from the arse every pitch and strike out like uh, all. He's uh, actually put the ball and played a right field a couple of times and, uh, you know, won the game basically on um, on Thursday with the with the triple and the gap. I'm telling you, it's three games, but the way they're playing now is to me smart. Yeah, but like they're playing a much smart. This whole thing of the home run, you know, yeah, right. You know, just wait for the home run. Just wait for the home run is is not going to work. And in the field, they're playing smart. And the most important thing is, for for the most part, the pitching. Pretty damn yeah. good. Well, the now, Kansas City's terrible. I will give you yeah. that. Uh, which surprised me. Kansas City was, now spring training doesn't mean much, but Kansas City was like 20 and 8 or something and playing, you know, they were getting all getting themselves all pumped up about it, the young guys. But, uh, you know, and Bobby Witt Jr. is a great, is going to be a great player. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, th- that pitcher they beat yesterday, Brad Keller, I liked him a lot last year, a couple of times when I saw him pitch and they, he was terrible. So, yeah, it's uh, it's good. Let's go. Let's, let's go and, uh, you know, get home fast. You know, don't dally when you're going home if you want to watch the ball game on the way. Uh, you know, don't stop and pick up dinner and stop. It'll be the sixth inning at 7.15 if you don't watch yourself. They start at 5.40 today. So Yeah, in fact, did, did you see what Arise did in his first four games so far? No. Nine for sixteen. Is he okay? I know he had two hits each of the first two days. So nine for sixteen. Nine for sixteen, and we aren't complaining. We're wishing no. him the best, right? Yeah. I don't think. Did they win one? Did they? Yeah, they've won one. One out of the three. I, I think they won three. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it's it's wonderful. It's fantastic, and the uh, best uh, best thing that happened all weekend for sure. You didn't go to the Wolves game. No. Do you I... know what the final point spread on that game was? We talked about this on Mackie and Judd today. Yeah. 19 and a half. It was the, what, since the 90s? Yes, mid-90s. Mid-90s. Worst the worst loss. loss. Did you look at the Portland lineup? Yes, I did I not recognize it. I never heard of any of them. I never heard of a Gazette, Anthony Simons, 
who was a really good player coming on. Lillard, obviously, they shut down. They shut down everybody. But they shut down everybody. And these anonymous... And Cat, you know, I'd go to Cat now and say, Cat didn't talk to him. He had three shots. Yeah. Edwards took 30. Edwards, I don't blame him for being irritated when they eight guy takes 30 shots and you get three. How do you lose that game? You can't. You can't I lose know. the game. Finchie, that could cost you your job, Finchie. Losing yeah. that game. Losing. How, how can you? How can you? Go on a road, three-game series, uh, three games. You beat Golden State. You beat Sacramento on a back-to-back. You could have beaten Phoenix. I mean, and ever since Rudy decided the refs were out to get us. Yes. Now, the first half against the Lakers, they played really good. They had 65 points. Connolly played great. Rudy was moving. Everybody was fine. I was watching it. Second half, horrible. And now horrible again. And, you know, Who's, who are they going to beat now? Who, who are they going to beat? You know, it doesn't make any difference. San Antonio will beat them. So explain the Lakers thing, because every story, not your column, but all of the stories led with the flu. We've all had the flu. We're all yeah. sick. And and we and I, they also had a big thing on when Anthony Davis went down and they didn't blow the whistle. That just really threw us off. What the well, hell? Was well, that- he didn't. Rudy saying he didn't want to dunk because Anthony Davis was laying on the floor. Yeah, dunk it and let it hit him in the head. I know. What do we care? That was that was stupid. Rudy is an excuse making son of a gun, isn't he? It was the officials on Wednesday. Yeah, it was. It was not the, dunking because it was not to, and the flu. We were all so sick. Well, we were I mean, all sick. Yeah. And then yesterday there was finally no excuse. What did we have? Did we still have the flu? I mean, no, Edward, no, Edward, now it's a bad loss. Edwards took 30. Bad loss? Now it's a bad loss. Bad loss does not okay. even come now close. Now it's a horrendous loss. <laughs> horrendous One of the worst loss. in franchise history of a but franchise. It's, but it's kind of it's kind of fun, too, because we've now known it's still, they're still the Wolves. They're still the yep. team. They're still a team that is going to. That is an embarrassment. There's still a yes. franchise that's an embarrassment. It's when push comes to shove, they stink, and uh, that's uh, that, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, the Laker game that place was jammed. Night they took down the curtain. They had nineteen thousand in there. They were in the game first half, great, and you could hear them. They come out and they were playing the second half. They were playing soccer. They were kicking the ball all over the place. It's incredible. What they, happened? I don't know. Dennis Schroeder turned into the defensive whiz of all time. He started pressing them, and they couldn't handle it. And Edwards was non-existent that game. But um, here's what I'd do: I'd go to Cat and say, "Cause Cat's going to want out." And you know, I say, "Cat, if you come out and say you want to trade, we're not trading you. If you keep your mouth shut, we'll trade. We'll try to. We'll try to." Get a trade. We'll try to make a trade. But if you come out and everybody knows that we're trying to trade you, right? Then, yeah, we're compromised. Then, then you're. Uh, then we're going to get even less because they aren't going to get nearly what they. You know, with the him kicking off a two hundred thirty million dollar contract. Uh, it, as we've been saying, they're not going to get that much. They're going to get a a one, uh, maybe two ones spread out over five years, and then. Uh, you know, some player they're gonna have to take a player, but uh, man, uh, unbelievable! Who would have ever thought saying, 
okay, we got Cat back, but I'd a hell of a lot rather have Nas Reed. Yep. <laughs> you know, Nas Reed is fits better. You know. Yes. Nas Reed plays better than Rudy. You know. So. Well, and the Gobert trade now. I mean, oh. that's going to be the worst, the trade. worst single trade in the history of professional sports in this town, including uh, Herschel Walker. Yeah, Herschel didn't Herschel, you. Herschel was famous and it was bad, but they managed their personnel because they raided the USFL and they got yep. a couple other things. They were able to. You know, still be a talented team, you know, without Ursh, but these guys, ooh, it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's, I, I wrote that about two months ago that it was the worst, it's going to be the all-time bad, and then you were going, eh, maybe not, but uh, right. now it, it is. I mean, it's, you're going to, you know, we, we're all praying, and I don't think the NBA will allow it, but it would be wonderful if the Jazz won the lottery. Wouldn't it? And got the Frenchman, the, the future of basketball in in the uh, in the in the universe. Wouldn't it be great? And meanwhile, we got our what seven million a year general manager. <laughs> eight, 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 four more years. I think it was a five year deal. And you're right about Finch too. You know, Finch is that the amount of games they've lost to teams they have no business. Yeah, losing that one to. last night is that one last night is inexcusable, and he's got no answer. Like you no. saw that last night. He was pissed, but he has no answer. No, no. But, you know, okay, Ant's active and doing all these things. But if he's not going to move the ball to anybody, sit him down. Yeah. Tell him, okay, put somebody in and say, let's get Cat a few shots here and do something. But uh, when they when they start choking in the fourth quarter, they can gag with the best of them, man. Oh, God. Unreal. I mean, Unreal. Friday they just fell apart. Yeah, yeah. Because you're right, the first half is impressive. Yeah, yeah, they were, you know, really good, I thought. Connolly was making shots, and mm-hmm. uh, he must be saying. Wouldn't you love to talk to him? Oh, and have him be honest yeah. and say, you, say you know, I mean, he's, he's obviously a pro, you know. Yes, he's exactly. obviously an adult, yes. and he's got a, you know. And, I mean, Cat, we try to we try to blame it all on Cat and make Edwards – you know, we don't. You don't want to put any blame on him. But if he was that sick Friday, he shouldn't have played because he was terrible. <laughs> he did nothing. And then yesterday, okay, he gets a bunch of points. So what? He shot thirty times. <laughs> thirty times. <laughs> and then they gave it to your guy slow mo for the last shot, and he threw the ball over the basket. Yeah, well, slow mo. <laughs> slow mo is a really good player as far as yeah doing things. But that's the ugliest looking shot I've ever seen in my life. And how is he taking it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was someone. Yeah, let's pick Kyle. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What a fright. Are they done at home here? They got. They go to. They got the Pelicans. Is that here? No, I think that's. They got San Antonio. Because they won't win at New Orleans. They've got. They've, they're at Brooklyn next. Okay, they'll lose. That's that their one. next game. I'll check. I think they are. I think. At, they got Brooklyn, San Antonio, and then home with the Pelicans. Yeah, home with the okay. Pelicans to end the season. I'm checking right now. Let's get in that playing game, boy. Oh boy! Put the tarp back up. Put the yeah, tarps yeah, back up. Yeah, Just put. You know how many people are going to show up for that playing game? About eight thousand. You know, 
I, I actually feel for the fans though because Pat they've, they've been done good this year. They've done a great job supporting. They 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 want this thing to work so bad. <laughs> There's more Wolves fans than I thought. Yeah, there are. They are. Um. Yes. I, uh, I really Sunday the ninth. The Pelicans. So three games left. I really Brooklyn. feel bad. I pretty much didn't watch them yesterday because I was watching the referee show from uh, <laughs> Dallas, but. Uh, I, I should have really had Jim Pete and Jim Pete on to explain. Was Jim Pete doing the game? Yeah, it was Jim Pete and Marnie. And Marnie, okay. Yep. Uh, uh, and Mike, Jim Michael had another game or something. Uh, I, I don't know, but but Jim Pete, I would have liked his his misery down the stretch must have been clev, fantastic. They called it a terrible loss on the post game show wow. with Katie and uh, Kevin wow. Lynch. Oh wow. And Kevin okay. and Kevin Lynch and Jim were pretty despondent. I appreciated their I I feel like no the excuses. I feel like the Wild wouldn't have given us the same mm-hmm. satisfaction of this is what happened. This is, so there were no excuses. No, they didn't really offer excuses. Brutal. Well, if they could remember any of the names of the players that beat them, maybe they would have tried to come oh, up. Oh yeah. Uh, if Portland had their lineup, it would have been different. <laughs> yeah, or Tim Sharp. They showed, or... you know, Pat, they showed on Friday night, teasing the Sunday game, they showed the Portland lineup, and below every name was out. Oh, really? So they basically teased it by saying, you know, here's Portland's uh, cast of best players, and none of them are going to play. Uh, oh, wow. Because I think they were so hopeful of, hey, tune in and watch the Timberwolves win by 20. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. So uh, the I watched a lot of the women's basketball game. I want to ask you about it. Okay, the best team won LSU because they were playing. They were making shots, and they they made nineteen percent of their threes this season. They must have made fifty percent. Yeah, they had kid coming off the bench that made six or something. Yeah, but it was the worst. You guys can confirm that I have said for two three years the worst thing about women's basketball is the quality of the officials. Mm-hmm. And they had one of the three officials, they had three women working a game because that was their big deal, that they were only going to have women work this Final Four. Well, that's fine. Lisa Jones had worked 11 Final Fours. But if you're going to have only women work the Final Four, don't take the two worst you can possibly find and put them with one veteran official and call it a refereeing crew. It was the damnedest. I was ripping it halfway through the first period, saying that, you know, women, women's basketball officiating is horrible, but these people are going to bring uh, pathetic to a new standard or something. Not because of Iowa calls, not because of LSU calls, but uh, it was just unbelievable. It was just brutal. Little bit of contact, they'd call a foul. Next time down, somebody'd get thrown in a bear hug. They wouldn't call a foul. It was it was awful. I mean, you hate the basketball's a hard hard game to 
to uh, referee, and it's and probably the women's game is probably harder because there's more contact of, you know, of lower on the floor and stuff. But uh, it was brutal. It was unbelievable. You can't say enough bad things about that officiating. There's Caitlin Clark. Uh, one of the Iowa players gets a big foul. You know, I think might have been Zanano's the last one. Or and Caitlin Clark's got the ball, dead ball, and she kind of flips flips it behind her, gets teed up for her fourth foul. Meanwhile, Kim Bulky is on the sidelines, dressed up like Bozo the Clown, running into officials, screaming, hollering, runs into an official. They don't even look at her. They must have said, they must have had somebody, their supervisor must have said, don't call any T's on Kim. She's just, that's just her. You know, that's just her acting like a complete idiot, which she has for 25 years. And somehow she gets, now this is a transfer portal team, but uh, somehow she's, you know, she's a really effective coach, but she is a horrible human being on the sidelines. And I, I think a horrible human being in all, you know, because she basically patted herself on the back robustly before the, how, how I've done this in the last, in only two years, I don't know, you know. And, uh, but it's, uh, I mean, the I, now I was convinced it was they were the ones that got robbed, but the Zanano kid, the Watertown kid, who's the recipient of all the Caitlin Clark, she shoots layups because Clark's such a good passer, right? And they gave her two cheap fouls right early, and uh, and just I mean it, they ruined the game. They hmm. everybody thought everybody's you know the people who cover women's basketball I guess are afraid to take it on because but I mean everybody else on the outside took it on. I read a lot of game stories that didn't even refer to the officials or the problems, but uh, uh, it's, and how much this tournament meant for women's basketball in the future. Well, it, it, anybody who tuned in for the first time Sunday and was a basketball fan, not going to watch again. They're not, I mean, cause it was, it was that bad. The officiating was that bad. It was, fantastically lousy. You didn't watch it, did you, Declan? He's oh, he's walking away. He's out of there. Okay. Anyway, it was it was incredible. Just uh, I, I, and it's a you know it's a as I said it's a, an impossible game to officiate, but it's the old it's the NFL crew that calls everything, right? You know, instead of right, always err on the side of keeping your good players in the game, right? Uh, they, How they, hard is it to train officials, though, to not be a complete embarrassment? Yeah, well, you watch the men's game. You watch the men's tournament. For the last several years, they had somebody saying, let them play, yeah. right? You watch the men's game, let them play. Yeah, That's going to be really important tonight because those two teams played defense, San Diego and UConn. And, uh, but the women's game, they just celebrate. The fact that, uh, you know, it's an all-women's crew for the three games, and they celebrate this stuff without taking into account that nobody's telling them how to officiate the game. You right. know, nobody's saying, let them play. Because, you know, that certainly wouldn't have been an advantage for Iowa. It's just that Iowa's good players got. Uh, it, uh, 
whatchamacallit, uh, LSU had more depth. So when then one of their players got in foul trouble, they had somebody just as good. A lot of taunting going on, though. That was good. LSU. Yeah, and the stretch. fans were very upset. Very Twitter upset. was but, very yeah, upset. But Clark plays that way. I so, know she does. You know, she well, does. you know who else? Now, although I will say this, you can't see me, whatever yeah. that is. Is that out of John? That's out of wrestling, I think. I have it's no idea. It's out of wrestling. Clark did a little one of those at the end of the game. Yep. South Carolina, well, it wasn't like the kid on the free throw line from LSU going, uh, you know. <laughs> but people were so upset about this. I it, know. I know. If a guy did it, we'd think, oh, man, look at that yeah, guy. Yeah. Now, there is one that guy they could when the game was still in doubt. Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, there's this other gesture that they make uh, in bas- now that I didn't know about. Too small. You're too small. Yeah. Yeah, down there. Now, yep. that in the middle of the game, that kid did that, and that's an automatic. I talked to somebody, and that's an automatic T if you see something like that. Okay. So, but I guess they can do what the uh, referees did in that Lakers, uh, no, in that uh, Celtics-Wolves uh, game when the when the coach ran down onto the other side of the court and they said they didn't see it. Yep. Even the guy was standing next to him. I guess you could just say you didn't see it. But uh, but I, I wouldn't get I mean, the way the LSU shot the ball, they were the best team. So is Clark coming out or is she staying? Oh, no, she's staying. She's okay. going to be a senior, and she might stay too. She told somebody the money isn't that much different. If she came well, out. I believe that. Yeah. Well, she got high V. Yeah. And she got one of the shoe companies. That's what I said about Paige. And she got one of the apparel Beckers companies. Is- yeah. Well, she got she got V. She got one of the uh, a good one. shoe company, one of the apparel companies, and she's going to have Twice as much after this as she had. I mean, if she was making four hundred thousand this year, she can make a million next year, don't you yes. think? Yes, she's probably the biggest name in college basketball. She is today. I was Men just going to say that. Her, right? Yep, no question. And uh, now she's not the social butterfly. I don't think that uh, a lot of the women athletes are. So the Instagram, you know, they're not the right. You know, like the two kids from Miami and uh, and stuff like that. But I mean, she's. She's a huge name now. So. No, she she wants to kick your ass. Oh God, yeah. She doesn't want to dance around. Mm-hmm. Like no, she she reminds me of for, from a demeanor standpoint what Waylon was like. I was with that glare. I was taunting uh, Jace Frederick and uh, some other guys at the game Friday night, saying, you know, I said none of you guys until I went to Iowa last. February tweet. Is this when you decided to take credit on Twitter? When I did this. When I found Caitlin. When I went to Iowa and was so impressed with her game against Michigan that I drove to Des Moines, her high school, then I drove to Iowa City. Just none of you people had ever heard of her. It's very Sid-like of you taking credit. And Jace Frederick said, not even when she scored 30 a game as a freshman. I said, I found her. <laughs> then, then when I tweeted that out, I put down, you're correct. Sometimes I even amaze myself. myself. <laughs> which, and, you know, doing that on Twitter is really stupid because people don't, you know, I mean, oh, no, half the people it. think you're actually uh, yes, actually saying that, you know. But, uh, yeah, well, anyway, that was, that was, I do think, I would say, I've always kind of contended that uh, NFL officials can screw up a game and decide a game 
more than any group, more than plate umpires, more than certainly nor more than baseball. Yeah. But I, I would guess there there are nights when basketball games can really be screwed up if the guys just start if the girl, women or men just start calling too many fouls. So, oh, absolutely. And and then. Uh, is it a coincidence, by the way, that the team went in the tank after Rudy dis- decided that the only reason they lost at Phoenix was the... Uh... Well, like I said, that just led to the next excuse. Like, that's the thing is, yeah. if you're going to fall back on uh, the official screwed then us, and then sick. we were sick, yeah. eventually you're going to come out like you did against Portland and roll out there and do nothing, and, and then there's, now there's no then, excuse. Then you have to say, yeah, we stink. Unbelievable. But for the price that they gave up for Gobert, it is I uh, I did I did not realize that there was like this is what you get. Now Glenn Taylor is selling the team cheap, considering the way prices are going, yes. one point five billion. But considering they don't, they've uh, they're missing four of their next seven draft choices and actually flip flopping another one that they kept. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have got the right price because. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back in the tank again, aren't we? Well, and that leads to the next uh, thing that I saw you tweeted about, the next story that did not appear on the sports page, but rather the, I believe, Metro section of the Star Tribune, which is the Vikings' attempt to get to milk more money from taxpayers. And you know why? Because they knew the Wolves were coming next. Uh, yes, that's I'm telling you, they're true. trying to get in line in front of the wolves. We have to make these. We have to keep up. They they got this commission. It might as well be less Bagley speaking, but it's uh, the the commission is is stooges. You know, that thing is seven years old. If you want some <laughs> updates, Vikings. What are we updating? We got to keep up with the updates. One of the ribbon boards, we got to spend $14 million for. If the Vikings want a rib to improve their computer in there, pay for it. We are also now saying seven years in, the system needs to be replaced. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The golfers yeah. have had this one. They're finally going to yes. replace it since 2009. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna, that's what I'm saying. I know. That's their problem. Well, you, you're, it's you perfectly fine. They want the money. They want us to pay for it. They're making $200 million a year profit. No matter what the books show, these guys, when they buy a team, they take out a complete loan, and then they take that loan out of the profits all the time. So they're making – when you look at the NFL revenues, they can't be making less than $200 million a year. Well, look at what the Packers make. Yeah, That's but the, the Packers, but the, yeah, but then they all, you know, and they get it down to eighty or something like that. But that number doesn't count, you know. But the Packers but are the doing Packers very well, also, is what I'm saying. But the Packers end up paying for their own stuff too, right? The Packers, if they want to improve Lambo, and no, do I stuff think like Brown, that, I think Brown County pays does for something. Yeah, does yeah, something. no, no, this is an extortion of of each team yeah, attempts. Yeah, uh, I love this one. I believe. What was the price Rochelle Olson wrote that it even cost for HOK to come here and do it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well over a million, right? It was exor. I thought it was five hundred thousand, but anyway, it's very yeah. expensive for them to look at your. This house. is two hundred eighty million. Two hundred eighty million under over ten years, which is and, and I ripped it, you know, on Twitter, and I got these excuse makers. We we got to maintain it so we don't have to build another one in thirty years. 
this team, he paid six hundred million for it. You can sell it today for six billion. You can sell it for six billion with that stadium. And I got news for you. In thirty years, you're gonna want a new one because buildings can't possibly keep up with that. So like in thirty years, years it may not be football, but yeah, who knows? Years. But my point is this is one of the greatest I saw that story and thought this is one the the Royce is going to love. I, in fact, I texted you, you did, instantly. Yeah, I got me on it. I hadn't seen it. I mean, because it was going to run on Sunday. Didn't it run? And I, we posted I just it saw like it online. A, we posted it like a day early or something. So Rochelle, I'll say Rochelle stays on top of that. Uh, oh, Viking, Vikings extortion. She's, yeah, she's with you on. <laughs> well, she but she really gets along with Les and the commissioner. Lester's the greatest. Yeah. Lester is not even, isn't even a. I, he still played. He, yeah, but it's a different like by the uh, Wilfs. I mean, I don't know what yeah what his exact title is now. If, if they're going to the Capitol for what twenty eight billion or so, whatever, they're going to the Capitol. You know what? The Capitol. We have a seventeen billion dollar surplus, but it's only a one time deal. So we got to raise. You know, my party is. I don't know. They're losing. Yeah, I saw you trying to. Walk the fine line of... I'm, well, I'm never... You know, I can announce here today, I'll never vote for a Republican. Not unless he comes out, he or she comes out and says, I'm pro-choice. I'm not going to mention my Christian values. And I think Donald Trump is the biggest jackass that ever lived. Then I might consider it. But uh, until then, yeah. I'm just going to sit up. If they, if they... If all of a sudden... My license fee goes from three hundred and fifty to a thousand dollars. I'm out. I'm not voting in local elections anymore. I'm done. Are you just going to abstain, or are you going to find have, another no, party? No, I'm going to vote for federal. Right. I'm going to vote for federal. Doesn't it? Doesn't voting for a third party doesn't I would, do any good? I would love to know what the wolves' reaction was, though, because you know what's going to happen here. Oh yeah. And and by the way, the loss to Portland and stuff like that don't help yeah. you. But here's the deal. The same thing could happen to Minneapolis that happened to uh, Chicago with the Bears leaving town and going out you oh, know, yeah. going out to the suburbs. Yep. That's they're gonna try to make a deal in the suburbs. I told because you that. they're yeah, I agree completely. You know. And then that would create a great well, big vacancy in a downtown city that doesn't need it, that's for sure. You know where there's a lot of land available, don't you? Where the in Egan, near the Vikings facility. Yes, that's right. With a lot of parking. Yes. Which, if you get now, now the thing there, if you're the Wolves and you build there and you have control of the parking lot, because I, I think right now they don't see a dime from parking, right? No. There's nowhere to park that's no, theirs. No, that's uh, so. If you have a big, yeah, old like parking the twins. Lot, that's what the twins do. Is uh, twins? Yep. Twins don't get a parking. I've been cotton. saying I think the suburbs are a. I think there's a better chance that the Wolves are in the suburbs. Then, then, like, you know, if if they stay downtown, it's great. But I don't know. What do you do with that building? Oh God, it's a, you it's gotta, a nightmare. I mean, you can't you can't be the, you can't be the third building bidding for concerts and stuff like that. You just well, the gotta, building's probably gone then. Yeah, but but what does Minneapolis do? A, I have no what's clue. The, what do the poor twins do? They're sitting down there all by themselves. I know. You know what we could do? 
We could get a soccer stadium down there right behind Target Field. Uh, oh, wait. We already screwed that one up. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big swing and a miss, uh, by the Betsy, way. Betsy, but we got a very nice bike lane. So bike lane, Betsy. Right in the farmer's market? I mean, what's more, That's what's anyway, better than soccer fans and the farmer's, the farmer's market, market and craft beer? Yes. There's nothing more pretentious than, what, than the, what, the farmer's market. What I still can't figure out what her logic was. The What her logic was, it was going to cost the city about... They were going to give them a tax break, and then improving roads and stuff might have cost them ten, fifteen million. Unbelievable! What an idiot! What a moron! Yeah, well, so, I mean, a big mess. if this guy now had been mayor, they would have had it. I mean, everybody's ripping him for various reasons, but he would have been smart enough to say, "Yes, we'll take it." Mm-hmm. You know, Minneapolis got to take anything he can get. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, that would that'll be something if they. Uh, uh, what what would they do? Would they, I mean, if they if they could get the city to build on that site, uh, they'd have to play in St. Paul for three years, right? Yeah, two or three years for sure. But the good thing is, I think if you build a new basketball arena downtown, you get the Gophers too, like the Yum Center. In in Louisville now, yeah. and the similarity to Louisville, of course, is they went four and twenty nine this year. Yeah, so yeah, but they got our guy. They got our Masters. guy. They got yeah. They Dennis got, Evans. They Evans, stole him. They stole him. But I think that's what you got to do, right? Is uh, is make it a you know put right. the, First of all, you should build it smaller. It should be like well fifteen thousand. Yeah, right, it's fifteen, so fifteen, sixteen thousand sure. is enough. And then, you know, but get the gophers over there. Get them out of the dump. Get them out of there. The real question I have is this. Why did they remodel Target Center? Well, because nobody was going to pony up the money, which back then would have been about five or six hundred million. Now it's twice that. You know, that building, though, I mean, it's a dump. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it, relative to what buildings are like oh, now. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it is. Well, Phoenix has got the same problem, you know. Phoenix, that, Phoenix did it a couple of years before we did. Yeah. They just redid the old stadium, old arena. Milwaukee's just tore theirs down and yep. built a nice new one. Pfizer, yeah. But they got... Uh, yeah, that's right. They The one previously was the one that was almost privately built, right? What was the name of the guy that... Build the family that built the Oh, Pettit. Lloyd Pettit, Pettit and his family. Yeah. 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 Bradley his Center, wife, which is the one year before, I think, Target yeah. Center. And his wife yes. had the money, right? Yes. Uh, Lloyd Pettit. Yeah, I think it was Jane. Oh, yeah. Bradley something or other. And, something. and Lloyd had been what? The voice of the Blackhawks for, mm-hmm. for years. But I just, you know, this place, there are more seats in the upper deck. We've talked about this before. You know, when when you built a building with more seats in the upper deck, no matter why yeah, you did it, no matter why you did it, you need to start over at some point, especially for basketball. Yeah, because what's the, going on down there? Because we'll have more cheap tickets. The fans are going to want more cheap tickets. <laughs> what than, are, what's going on down there? Did anybody see that? Oh, boo! They've called a foul. I can't see. I can't it, see but, a damn thing. Yeah. All right. What? Uh, how about our wild? Are we worried about him, or are we uh, still no. super confident? No, I'm not. Uh, when, hey, Kaprizov was at the uh, hockey uh, basketball game Friday night. He looked. He was moving pretty good. Although, it looks like he's ready to go. Although Dex, tell Patrick what uh, you you t- tweeted out because this was interesting. Hey, you should look at the screenshot I tweeted out. Yes. His left ankle is about four times the size as his 
right ankle. So it was an ankle injury as much as a hamstring? I guess. I think it yeah, I think it's in swelling that's obviously somewhat down there. His leg is clearly swollen. Now he was skating at practice on Monday morning for the first time. So he put I, skates on. Uh, I he was moving uh fairly good when I was walking in behind him, but I didn't look at his legs. So. You, didn't, you didn't try to sweep the leg behind him no, and it no. would have been a good time to know some Russian. That's right. Yes, it would have. It would have uh but he, I, I bet he was, Justin Jefferson was there too. Yeah, it was a, that was a star-studded, star-studded, choked by the wolves in front of I don't of- know how many of those fellas showed up Sunday to see that, the fiasco of all time. Johnny K, who's a pretty good supporter of the team, was down too, man. He basically said, no excuses. You can't blame the referees for this one. And this was the Sunday one? It's the Sunday's game. Okay. Yeah, Sunday's game. Well, I'm glad there were no excuses. Yes. All righty. Baseball, congratulations. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah. Rob Manfred. It. Rob Bravo. Manfred. Rob Manfred will never be Turkey of the Year after this thing. <laughs> I'll tell you that. All right.